Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And we are going to talk to you guys today about something that we face all the freaking time. <laughs> um, you know, there are a bunch of cliches, and one of the most common annoying excuses we hear from people is, I just don't have time to be involved in anything serious right now. <sighs> Being busy is a real thing, but guys, it seems like a convenient-ish excuse. Like, I know that I'm actually about to use it on somebody because, well, hey, it's a catchphrase and it works. Well, right. <laughs> No, yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, I, just, I don't want to blow somebody off um, in a different way than that. And I, I obviously, I have a very strong feeling about being honest. Yeah. And I could just say, listen, I'm not that into you. Or I think I look at you as more than, like, we're just friends. But I'm going to go with the excuse I'm too busy and focusing on my career because it's just a softer blow. Yeah. But, like, as we said, do we use it as an excuse or is it just a cover for being uninterested? How do you also focus on you without ignoring others? Because what if you really are actually busy? Yeah, exactly. Um, but can you do both if you wanted to? Because sometimes you just might want to. And we do think there are people out that out there that do want to and are not using it as an excuse. So we have the guy that might answer all these questions for us. That's right. Today we're speaking with, with our friend, Daryl Kristen, who is busy and in a long-term relationship. Yeah. He's the executive producer of the hugely successful Black Hollywood Live, the world's first online network dedicated to the African-American entertainment. Yeah, Daryl is super busy, but he kind of does it all. So we're going to pick his brain. Daryl started his career working for Spin and Vibe, and then he found himself kind of amongst celebrities like Russell Simmons and Green Day and Jay-Z and Diddy and Quincy Jones and Madonna, Beyonce, JT. Hello, call me. (laughs) And after he received an opportunity to interview at like this VIP red carpet for like a Vibe event, he noticed this natural ability to you know relate to everyone and talk to the stars so he moved to LA he wanted to continue his career hosting and one of his long-term goals was to become the first black correspondent on the insider but since that spot is taken by Kevin Frazier he's okay with being second so we're gonna ask Daryl how he balances it all and how he is successful in love and in life no pressure Daryl answer all our questions (laughs) please help us And the listeners at home, because we know this is a common question. And even though we've expressed that, like, it's annoying when people say those things to us, like, we've all said it before, too. Like, we know that's a default. Totally. I mean, I've said it as a default. Like, I just said I might use that excuse coming up this week. But at the same time, it's true because for the past few months, we've sort of been in flux, too, with our careers. And now I think we're finally settled. Like, we've got a great job. We've got an office. And I say we because we do have an office that we share together. Everything's the same. (laughs) All of the things. Right. So we have that. Um, And I would even say right now, I feel more ready than ever to be in a relationship. I agree with you. And for myself. (laughs) Good to separate the two. Um, And I think that we saw this this weekend because we went out to a friend's birthday and it was a big night out. Mm -hmm. BNO. And, you know, because we are busy, we have this five-day-a-week job. Now we're full-time. We do reserve Saturdays for this very purpose. And um, we had a really good time, I think. Yeah, no, we totally had a good time. Um, I don't know. I, I like, you know, I like saving up for this for this Saturday night, this BNO, and I think that it's kind of a good way or example of how to make time for something. And whilst we are very busy, like you make time where you want it to be, where you want to, you know, give your time to. So now are we going out like I mean I think it was probably easier to go out a couple nights a week maybe even twice a week before Friday nights we roll around and we'd be like totally down to go out. Now it's like the end of a long work week and we're tired. So we like while we do like to go out and be social, we then sort of were like, okay, well, we're tired, so we're going to reserve it for this night. So maybe the busy does come into play. It does affect you in a way, but you still find ways to make time for something. This night was an example of still making time for it. Like you're not completely ignoring that. No. And while making time for it and having lots and lots of fun, 
Um, uh, and also the fact that we are now starting to realize we are in we're we're moving from our slutty semester and we are moving into we're graduating to our settling down semester of yeah. this thing we call life school and i actually when's graduation day cuz i, need I to don't know. know when do we even become adults still figuring that one I out i don't i don't know if i'm ready to graduate yet no i don't you know what i think we graduate when we die oh so you can be in slutty semester all the way till death yeah, I mean, you can go in and out of slutty semester. You could be in slutty semester while settling down because you could just be slutty with your person you yeah, settle down with. that's fun. I think that, you know what, that's the gray area, which we like to say because right. um, life is, you know, it is what it is. So I am moving into, though, my settling down semester of life and looked at somebody we both know mm-hmm. in a different light this weekend. That's right. I was actually kind of surprised by it all. I was also surprised. Like, I asked you about that person and then I was like, wait a second. I think I like that person. Like the moment in Clueless when Cher's like, wait a second. Yeah. I like Josh. Her like stepbrother Step-brother. or something, which is kind of weird, but also convenient because he's right there. <laughs> yeah. And he's super cute. Oh, Paul Rudd. Oh, um, so yeah, you, I, yeah, you texted me like, what's up with him? Why is he single? And I'm like, cause he's picky as fuck. Which is a better answer than I expected because like the fact that he, it's on his terms, that's why he's single and he's picky kind of shows that he's got good standards and he yeah. wants for himself something great. However, there's, you know, the picky version where it's like, I only want a supermodel that's 5'10 and Amazonian. I'm I mean, he is very picky, but he also, I mean, yeah, it's not just that. Clearly, it, it works on both ends, and that's just anyone who's single. Like, I, I, if I said I was picky, well, it wouldn't just always be my choice. It's not like I turn down every guy that comes my right. way. Like, he obviously deals with rejection like any other human, but he's picky, and I also think that he doesn't know how great he is. And, you know, then you said, well, I think he's great. And I'm like, wait a minute. Do you want to have them make the sex with him? And you're like, maybe. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to see him later today. So let me plant that seed. Well, it's been planted. And now he has my phone number. Well, because they also matched on Bumble coincidentally. And I will tell you, I took that conversation right off there. And so did he because we both moved very quickly. And I think it was to do with the fact that you planted the seed. And also because dating apps are a tricky thing to maneuver. Nobody nobody likes talking on those. Just start texting. And that was what happened. So it was like little banter about Easter. um, And then he asked me a bunch of questions actually about you and I and like our working situation and any brilliance that has come of us lately and how this week has gone and what does it look like in our office and so at the last like this was like several questions in a row and I wasn't answering any of them because I didn't even open the app and know that he was writing me hit the last thing he wrote was uh maybe this would all be better answered over a drink or three yes so smart what a good move way to my heart wow I am going to text him and be like, yes. Well, maybe wait on that. Just let's see what happens. I but, but, um, but I like that he was like asking about us and it's like, yeah, well, basically you're dating both of us. So good luck. Exactly. <laughs> so and obviously you will know about every single thing that happens along the way. Um, but so I responded saying, hi, sorry, I literally don't go on this app unless like I remember to because I turned off notifications from it. Yeah. Which is kind of stupid and counterintuitive because if I want to actually date and totally. use the app, I should know that people are writing me instead yes. of see it 24 hours later. But anyway, so I said to him, you know what? I never go on this app. Um, And yes to drinks. I think that makes sense to like talk there. Oh, uh, when's that plan? I, I don't know. But then I said also uh, to have normal communication, here's my phone number. Good. And so I moved it again off the app. That's good. See, I like that. I like, I don't think that girls, I don't think that women should be under this weird guise of like, this guy needs to do everything. Because guess what? Like, you can't expect a dude to treat you like you're the only one and like you're his girlfriend and do things like that when it's just not there yet. You can't expect that. So I like that he like made a move and then you made a move with incentive. Like you got to give them a re I mean, listen, you're both trying to like each other. So let's not pretend like nobody likes anybody or potentially could like somebody here. You got to meet in the middle. Yeah. And you're not like being too desperate or coming on too strong. You're just like, okay, here's my phone number. Cause clearly you're asking to move it off of this to text, so that makes sense. And here's some incentive. I want to continue to do this too. I think that's great. It's not like I proposed marriage. No, but I just gave him my phone number. But some women <laughs> think doing something like right, that exactly. is, might as well be proposing marriage, and that to me is just so silly and sad. Oh, so silly and sad. In other news, another thing that happens to be very silly is Jessica Lowndes. Ugh, this is just I don't even. It's she's in the news right now because she. 
was I don't know, pictured with John Lovitz and basically hinting at the fact that they were in a relationship and engaged and in love and that she then put pictures up saying like, I'm supporting this because my account hasn't been hacked. I'm, this is real. Like it's just, you know, his hands are wise and tell a thousand stories. What? Smitten haters going to hate, like obviously feeding into the like supposed truth that she really is with John Lovitz, which anybody that has, common sense knows that that's not true and it's not because they couldn't be together but because we know they're not yeah it's just like what are you and also you're jessica lounds like when's the last time we saw you when anna tuino was on which is like 18 years ago no i mean even the second one was on a long time ago but it's like you this is this is smells like a i'm trying to be in the news thing yes and and she is gorgeous and she is actually in the news because she wanted to stir up publicity around her new song called Deja Vu. She's a singer, apparently, and she's releasing the song, so she wanted people to wonder what was going on with her and follow closely along um, her social media, I guess, while she's releasing the song. So it was an early April Fool's joke, which I'm not laughing, but I get where the humor is in this because it's John Lovitz, and he's, like, a comedian. John Lovitz is great, but, like, really? Right. I don't know. So anyway, that happened, and it's a joke, guys, so don't think that they're really – engaged and maybe you should like maybe listen to her song because who knew she was a singer maybe the song is a joke i don't even know we'll see if it's a real thing or a fake thing i'm gonna venture to say that the song is gonna be a joke and when i say a joke i mean really i that's just weird i'm hoping she has a good voice she might she might she might be like a latent meester and a sneak attack and a really good song maybe so we'll see could be speaking of sneak attacks scott disick is sneaking in to Kourtney Kardashian's Snapchat. So I think the Kardashians just got on Snapchat and it's like, obviously we all know it's like the biggest app in the world. Anyway, so it's all the rage. All the kids are doing it. Um, I feel like she's a little late in the game and also a little old for this, like being so obsessed with this Yes. But whatever, they have so many fans, I get why she's doing it. And they were just, I think they were kind of like tricking people because he, he was like in the back of her her shot i didn't watch it but like i guess he was in her snap and how long are they jen like how long can you um i think okay it's a 10 second snap so but you can do a story so you can do like several snaps back to back so it can be like a longer video like short segments to make a longer video so basically like the first one started out where like he was saying like okay we're getting back together and then um you know Courtney kind of laughed and was like, no, no, we're not. And, and like people then were responding like, oh my God, I love you guys. Like, I guess were they tweeting that or I don't know. Can you respond on Snapchat? I don't really know how you can. Uh, There's like a chat function. Oh, plus you can also respond with a photo or a video. So that's why it's like a really fun interactive app. I get it. Because you can use photos and like filters and draw on it. And so it's not a static photo like on Instagram, for instance, you just post it or a video, you just post it. And then the only thing you can do creatively is caption or add a filter. Got this it. you they have lenses. So you can put like cat ears on. Yeah. Or you could put a I've bunny been seeing be- the bunny things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um and so yeah, and they've just been kind of all over social media. They've they were on Instagram earlier in a little video in the car together saying, Yeah, we have three kids together, so we spend time together. So I mean I'm assuming that they're not back together, um, and that they're just like joking around and, and causing like a muck and a ruckus because they can and they know people will freak out but it sounds like they're just trying to kind of like co-parent and they can be around each other and it's fine which is great um and you know obviously you wish that for people that are no longer together and have kids but i still feel like they probably will get back together yeah i mean if history I, repeats yeah, itself. i feel like i wouldn't no one would be surprised if that happened and if they're this cool hanging out with each other you feel like it would eventually kind of naturally move back into that but who knows who knows speaking of moving back into things though yeah uh justin bieber and selena gomez uh have had an on again off again relationship and i think in general people want them to be together just because it feels like we didn't get that with britney and justin back in the day while they wore jeans and things together and denim denim ensembles exactly we sadly didn't get to see them you know end up together but Justin and Selena still have a chance because neither are married or that's true you know any of that and we just spotted them together at Justin's concert and everyone was at that concert by the way might as well have been Taylor Swift I mean really so you know honestly like 
why wouldn't she go at this point? And maybe they are friends. Who knows? Or maybe they're trying to get back together because his songs are all about her and her songs are all about him. Or at and least we think they are and they right. seem like they are. So, you know. So I think here we just wish that they get back together. But we'll see. Yeah, we you know, you never know. Do but you want yeah. them to? I don't If you really, had a stake in this game. If you held a gun to my head and I had to choose, I would say no. Why? I guess because I just don't care. Fine. Well, I, I don't – if it's not me and not my relationship and I don't truthfully care, but if I had to hope for love to win, I would hope for it with them just because – Young love is yeah. so adorbs, and it's like the notebook. Like, they were just meant to be together. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, maybe that is why, like, yeah, I'm, like, indifferent, whatever. It doesn't really matter, clearly, to any of us. But, yeah, I mean, I think my going no is because I feel sort of like they are so young. Just, like, it didn't work so many times. Just go, like, go find something else. Like Maybe they yeah. will. And then maybe when they're older and maybe more mature and wiser, that would, ever the wiser. That would be cute. Yes. I would be into that if, like, they both reignited something at age 35 or something. And then I'd be yes. like, oh, my God, how cute. That would be great. Well, we'll hope for that then. Yeah, Mature a little because life is complicated, so you should wait it out. <laughs> it's complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Everyone, her name is Jennifer. In case the, you were confused. <laughs> it just sounds like he's saying Jennifer. Yeah. I think he is saying Jennifer. He might be. So if anybody else wants to write us a theme song, feel free to submit it. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. I love theme songs. They are my favorite, and I know all of them from the 80s. If you guys want to tweet us any theme songs, like, do you know this one? I will tweet you the lyrics back. She will, because remember, we have a segment called Lauren's Lyrics, so she knows the lyrics. We do. But why not, Alfred, user-generated theme songs? Guys, if you have one for us, submit it. Do it. We'd like to hear it, and then maybe we can lay our beautiful voices over it and sing. Yeah. Because I'll steam my vocal cords for that. I think you should in a few. Well, I think that really quickly we should just talk about the song of the day fast just because we were Mentioning talking it. about that. Great. So I think that we should talk about the song. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's uh, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? You know, the old, the oldie, the 50s song. Love it. Um, I don't even know who sings it, but um, and it was remade like a million times. But the original. So I just want to talk about like the subject matter of this song like i get it they're like why do fools fall in love okay but and then they're like comparing it to other things like why do birds sing why does rain fall from the sky like very normal everyday questions like why do these things happen and then like why do fools fall in love well i don't understand how any of those things have to do with each other (laughs) like if you're going to analyze the lyrics of this song like well why do why is it so specific like maybe why do why do people fall in love but fools like well maybe they're making stupid decisions because they're fools but are you saying it's foolish to fall in love because that's not like no that's not very good like and then are you acting a fool because you're falling in love and like you can't help it if you're a fool and then there's even less hope and i just don't understand why they went so specific i think the song should be called why do people fall in love i agree or if you fall in love with the wrong person, you're a fool or something. But, but then just, does yeah. that make birds a fool for singing? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. When rain falls from above, why do fools fall in love? Why do they fall in love? I don't know. Maybe they could have done better with the lyrics. However, yeah. the beat in this song is it's so, so good and catchy. So and I love fun. the song. But I've just never... You know how a song is just a song and it's a classic, so you don't even think about what they're really saying? Yes. You just sing the words arbitrarily? Well, that I like... In honor of April Fool's Day is why I picked this song. Like, why, when you really break it down, like, why do fools fall in love? I just don't... I don't understand why the fool thing. I don't either. But anyway, I think it should be all of you should play it and listen to it in honor of April Fool's Day. It's a good one. And maybe you should really start listening to the story behind some of these songs and start questioning things like everything. Like, why does rain fall from the sky? You should have been on that show behind the lyrics. I mean, behind the song, right? Yeah. Wasn't there that show on VH1? Maybe. I think there was, but they definitely do it on um, one of the radio local radio stations here. They talk about like where the song came from and who wrote it. And I'm always very interested in it, obviously. Obviously. Well, and you can hear about songs here. On yes. its complicated. And that too. Um, we also give you information on the latest dating apps. That's right. And so there's one called Dine. Now that sounds confusing because it doesn't necessarily scream dating app, but it's cool, I think, because the goal of Dine is to get you from a match to that first dinner or drinks as quickly as humanly possible. Which, yes, please. Yeah, because um, we've both experienced, you know, just pen pals, essentially, yeah. that you get from these dating apps. And you've talked about how people just don't pull the trigger. And you're like, why am I just talking to this guy? And he hasn't even asked me to do anything yet. Like, like when uh-huh. when are you going to, like, actually make this a date? Because, right. yeah. So this actually 
is like a date from the start. Like if you match with somebody, like the goal is to go to a specific place. So I downloaded it this morning because I was very, very curious about it. And I have high hopes for it. I don't know what it's going to do long term because there's so many dating apps out there and like so few people now on each dating app. It's just like scorched earth at this point. But Dine is really cool because you create a profile like you would on any dating app and then you select three or five restaurants that you would actually want to go to on a date so you can sort of say like I like you know steakhouses I like sushi and I like taco night takes a guessing game out for whoever's going to ask you out right and so then the other person puts similar things and then you see their dating app or their profile and you can it's like tied to one particular restaurant so like you might see Matt and he wants to go to Petrosian French restaurant <laughs> I don't know why I picked that one. I, I just I'm in a French it. mood. But okay. so um I want to go to Petrosian first and then I see who wants to go there and I'm like, "Oh, Matt's actually pretty cute and he's got good taste in food." Yes, let's go to Petrosian, Matt. And then the date is like it ha- it's a date. It's not like, "Oh, maybe we should meet here and have a drink or something." Like uh-huh. it's a planned thing which makes it feel like a date. Well, then the next layer to that is it, you can add in your profile like it's on me. Or let's go with friends. Yeah. So that it's not so awkward. So like we picked the place already. We like each other-ish. And now we're going to yeah. maybe either like go for reels on a date and one of you noted that you would be paying for the date. Right. Or you invite friends so you make it like a group experience. Yeah. It, it, it lets you decide how serious you want to be so it takes the pressure off. Like if you're like, I don't care. I'll meet this random person and just go to dinner. Great. And if you're like, mm, it's kind of making me nervous. I don't really know. And you go with the group. Yeah. The flip side to this though is it's not free. So yeah. you get like a certain amount of like times that you can, you know, swipe with somebody or request that you go on a date. It's, it's different than like swiping right and left for whatever reason and that's a little confusing but um i think the premise is cool i hope that it becomes free because why not have more dates in the world and then it's helping all the restaurants and i think yelp actually sends deals so if you it's like tied to yelp somehow so if you put you want to go to a certain restaurant they'll send you like an offer exactly which is great and amazing it makes it easier on everybody so everyone download it give it a try i think i might want to try it too you should and then you can match with us out there and then yeah you can go on a date with both of us and also i can finish my slutty semester (laughs) exactly wrap it up with a good date and then you'll move into your settling down semester uh so guys our guest joined us in the studio, Daryl Kristen. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Happy Hump Day! Thank oh, you. Oh, I love that. You no did coincidence that. that we put the show on a Hump Day. No coincidence at all. And that oh, we're no. talking about dating relationships and being sluts. Oh, my favorite two subjects. I know exactly. <laughs> right? We'll get to that in a little bit. But Daryl, you're a host. How did you get into hosting? Wow. Let's see. Um, well, you know what? It's funny. I started off in entertainment um, on the radio side. I did a college radio show like Ohio- this, like this <gasps> uh, at Ohio State University. Go Bucks! Yeah. And then uh, I started working in New York as a celebrity wrangler for Vibe and Spin magazine. And the, this is how I really got my big start. Is I was uh, celebrity wrangling for a Vibe event that we had, and their a red carpet correspondent didn't show up. So they said, Dario, you like to talk to everybody. You know, just can you handle this? I'm like, sure, easy, no problem. I was a radio show in college. It's all good. I got this. I go on the carpet. First person I interview is freaking Mariah Carey. Whoa. And You're probably like, what the? Mage. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And so that literally set the tone for me. So after that, I was like, man. I mean, I made her laugh. We had a great time. They were like, you, you "Did she it. only speak to you with her right side of her face facing you?" Um, you know it was her, yeah. Side? You know what? It might have been her right side. And she did have a fan because her hair was consistently blowing. No, no I'm kidding. Oh, that's that's I wish that was I'm real. About the fan, but you know, oh. in my mind, it was a fan blowing. You I'm know? Sure, and butterflies yeah. were coming out. And butterflies were coming her? out. Yes, yeah. everything. Uh-huh. Um, but that started kind of my. I would say journey into hosting because I really fell in love with just talking to people and just, you know, finding out their, their stories. And I moved to LA. I started taking classes here with you two. Yeah. I was going to say, tell everybody how you know us. Yes. I met you two in class at Marky Costello's class. And we sat right next to each other, Lauren. And I'm clearly was not memorable because you don't remember that. So (laughs) what What do you mean? Oh, I I thought you didn't remember that the last time we talked about it. You're like, wait, we had class, not class together, but you didn't remember sitting next to me. Well, I mean, did we always sit next to each other? Yes, like we had a thing. Single... I we don't know. I thing. do I remember that. I was just saying, like, sometimes I would sit next to her, too. I I'm mean... her. Jen, hi. Sorry. Yes, that's Jen. <laughs> that other person. That other the person, The other female yes. voice you're the hearing in the, in the room. But, yeah, I know. I, of course I remember it. But we, how long were we in that class for? It was like a, a year. year. Yeah. Yeah. And then we all went 
So where What's should we next? all go? Yeah. What's there next, guys? And then we went to After Buzz. And we hosted our first show we together. Our first what show was together. that? I think it was Anger Management. Anger Management. <laughs> yes. Man. Yes. Charlie Sheen. It Charlie was like right Sheen. in the crux of all of his like craziness. Winning and blood. Yes. And we had a t-shirt, actually. Yeah, we, we had a t-shirt made saying it. Winning. I get winning. compliments on that shirt to this day. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It is pretty funny. And we hosted to there together, and then we just sort of, it was like a match made in heaven. And it hosting was. Hosting heaven. And we can't leave each other apparently. No, we're no. still hosting together. Right? Yes, look at how we got to do we another show right together outside of this. I know we do. Um, Agreed. Yes. So was that after Buzz? Did that for a while, and I met with Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menunos, who are the founders of After Buzz. Mm-hmm. And I actually was talking to them. It's kind of like what you were saying. I was like, "What's next? You know, what's next in my career?" I always said I wanted to be the first black guy on Entertainment Tonight, but unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, Kevin Frazier is the first black guy on right. Entertainment Tonight. So then I decided I want to be the second black guy on first Entertainment Tonight. First is the Tonight. worst, second is the best. It second is. is the best. So. I had a plan of how I was going to get to some of these outlets. I talked to Maria and Kevin on a, a kind of a separate meeting. They had these career days for mm-hmm. an up-and-coming host. Talked to them about it, and you know they were listening kind of to my background as well of just knowing the entertainment side of the business. And yeah. they said to me, hey, why don't you... You know, I came up with a show, and Kevin's like, this is a great idea. Why don't you come up with a couple shows? I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I can do that. Come in with a couple shows. So I came up with three shows, and then next thing I know, he's talking to me about partnering with him for AfterBuzz to create a network. Because we were talking about the lack of just in the urban space, the the programming out there. You know, outside of BET, there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of places for Unless you're Holly Berry, you're not going to get a lot of coverage. You yeah. know, So there's lots of up-and-coming up African-American, Latino um, urban, you know, people that are really need some shine, and I wanted to have a place that they could do that, and then mm-hmm. it would kind of join my skills of just being able to interview people and just the the love of that. Yeah. And one thing turned into another, and now three years later, we have Black Hollywood Live, and it's doing really well, and um, really really excited about what the future is going to hold. Yeah. For. So if you could like, you know, kind of like explain exactly what Black Hollywood Live is to people who don't know. I know a lot of people, you guys have a lot of like viewers and yeah. and there's just, there's shows after shows and things that you do of that nature, but interviews and a whole bunch of things. So how do you kind of describe like it? Like original content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're yeah. the first online entertainment network dedicated to African-Americans, Latinos. Okay. Um, so basically... After Buzz is obviously the the recap shows for any television shows that you want to watch. Us being Black Hollywood Live, the sister company, we're more about specific programming. So we cover relationships. We cover politics. We cover uh, fashion. We have a show called This Week, which is Hot Topics, very similar to like Andy Cohen's Mm -hmm. Watch What Happens Now and The View, Mm -hmm. Um, all the way down to sports and just even uh, technology like we have a show called geek nerd tech which is about video games and gamers so we're covering all the subjects that affect the african-american community yeah. things that we talk about so any niche that we have you we, we cover it on the network yeah how many shows are there there right now are 15 shows and i actually am about to green light about five other shows because what's been great is that since we've gotten a lot of coverage and 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 people are noticing our network now i have outside certain celebrities that want to come Reaching in and do shows on Damn. the network. So it's wow. really, really excited about what How does that about. feel to yeah. have it be such a success? People are reaching out to you. It's weird, actually, to me, because um, I still, you know, we all do this together and we do it for the love, you yeah. know, and I could give a less crap about notoriety or right. being a celebrity or any of that kind of stuff. And it's like weird. Sometimes I look at tweets and things from the network and people are like, Hey, you're a, you're a public figure. And I, I would fan out if I saw you. And, and it, you're and like, you know, Whoa. I'm like, what? Um, yeah, you should have seen me yesterday at the gym. I look crazy. You know yeah, what I mean? You're like, like, what are you talking like, about? What are you talking about? So it, it's, it is, it's cool and weird, you know? Yeah. Um, but it inspires me because when I hear hosts there, we've had several hosts who, Still work on the network, but have gone on to do some great things. Um, Ebony Williams, who was a host for Black Hollywood Live, our, our legal show, she went on to go to Fox. Uh, she's at Fox right now. Wow. Um, we have um, Courtney Tizano, who is a host on one of our shows called Next, which interviews up-and-coming um, actors and musicians, and she's now on Entertainment Tonight. So, nice. I mean, it, it's just the list goes on and on. So to see that, it's great for me because I feel like, okay, you know, I'm setting the tone for people's careers as yeah, well. Yeah, you're outside creating of a platform career, for know? them to be viewed on. And Absolutely, it's great a great place to do that and practice. And it's legit. It's not just like some run of the mill like interviewing random people. You guys get great 
people in We get there. great people. And, you know, it's funny, starting off now, three years in, or looking back now, you know, when I first was calling people or calling publicists, they were saying, I was like, hey, this is Dario with Black Hollywood Live. I would love to get so-and-so. I'd like to get Kerry Washington on or whoever this may be. And they're like, Black Hollywood Live, what? Who Who are you? What What, what are your numbers? Where now I go to my emails and, and just my Twitter every day and people are reaching out to me. Publicists are saying, hey, can you come on this carpet? And, I mean, we've done the Golden Globes. We've yeah. done the Oscars. We've done SAG Awards. Yeah. I mean, and we honestly, a lot of the times, are one of the only few African-American outlets on those carpets. That is pretty crazy. So that I feel just, I mean, at SAG this year, we were right next to E, you know? And we're in, it's just like, it's its crazy. That's got to be mind-blowing. It is. It really is. And I, I got to say, as far as, like, Black Hollywood Live goes and After Buzz and Maria and Kevin and... Like, we all came from the AfterBuzz family. And the fact that they actually do help people in their careers and provide a platform where people can, you know, get footage and and practice their skills and, you know, do interviews and all of that jazz. And there's a lot of eyes on it. A lot of eyes on it. But, like, people think of L.A. as this, like, vapid place where nobody helps and everybody's, like, against each other. And, and, you know, it's not, like, honest people. It's not that way amongst these people. Right. Yeah, that family and the, is is very much like that, the AfterBuzz family. And it's, so it's obvious that you would then have cultivate cultivated this network that does the same thing. Like, there's a reason why you born that idea from the AfterBuzz, you know, method. Because yeah. that's what it is. And that's what you really want to do. You want to help people. Exactly. Do what you love at the do same time. Do what I love at the same time. And it is very gratifying to see that. And just even to be, you know, in the room with you guys. I mean, it's, it's fun to watch this process of how we've grown and just yeah. where we've come from like three years ago you know i know it's crazy and we're like about to graduate we're yeah we're like in graduate school yeah of hosting are. right now uh-huh. right. we are totally we're that are. next phase we're the next phase uh-huh. we completely are and so that that part is great and maria and kevin i mean I, i'm with them a lot and kevin is just he's taking me under his wing he's kind of like as my mentor and i really don't i mean i say it's god sent i mean because those two are so great and give me so much good advice and yeah. really look out for me. I, I Sometimes I have to pinch myself because I'm like, wow, why why me? What's you know? in it? Right. And I always think that too, like about Kevin and Marie. I'm like, what's in it for them? Yeah. Like, no, they're already so busy. Yeah. They don't even they, sleep. They have no time and they're so busy and they have their own thing going. Like they don't need to do any of this. At all. They no. do it. And when you ask yourself what's in it for them, the answer is because they want to help. That is the answer. Yeah. And it just warms my heart. And also yeah. what warms my heart is that they just got engaged. So yes. we're saying that they're like the busiest people ever and they've been building this empire basically. Sure. And, you know, you are now doing the same exact thing. We heard from a little birdie, you, that you have been in a serious relationship. I am. I have been for a while. For a long time. For yeah. a long time. So yeah. how do you, tell us your secrets. Make, That's what we're talking about today. Yeah. Balancing. balancing. Okay. And how, how do you be so busy with all the things you're doing and then also maintain this relationship? Because we do always mention this, and, and we're going to tie it back to this, but just to fill you in, in case you don't know, we always talk about how men or people in general will give you the excuse, like, I'm just too busy to be dating right now. And it's like... Okay, busy busy is a real thing. Yeah. It is a real thing, but yeah. also is that a convenient excuse because you're just not that into it? Because if I always make this like if Giselle wanted to date you, you probably wouldn't be too busy. So let's okay, be real well, yeah, about that's that. Like, well, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Wait, yeah. do your other one. If Cindy Crawford wanted Oh no. Barack Obama. Yes. I would say Barack Obama <laughs> is the president of the United States and he's really fucking busy and he has a wife and two kids and runs the damn country. So I'm pretty sure if he can make it work, you can too. Yes, but I don't think that that is a fair analogy. Why not? President. Because well, I'm just saying he's the, a the human president too. is also about it's about the first lady being his wife in that image. So I think that would he even be hired if he wasn't married. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Exactly. So you're are you so. questioning the validity and the realness? No, no, I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying it's that all it's layered. I know, so but I'm just fair. saying, like on a blanket statement, that guy is pretty fucking is. busy, and he Absolutely. has a relationship he that looks like it's working with children. Yeah. So come on now, and sometimes long distance even guys hello i add that into so i'm just saying so how i mean on our for our conversation how do you make it work because we know how busy you are well okay well there's two parts to this so the first part i want to address is the fact that you said guys use excuses about you know uh, i'm too busy for a relationship and here's the thing there is an element to that that's true because guys are also taught and wired differently growing up because you always are taught to you know, have your career. Well, most guys, I'm not going to speak for every guy. So, but most guys have your career and everything else falls into place. So that's relationships. That's 
financial things, whatever it may be. And, you know, listen, we live in L.A. If you have a great career, you get the perks of what L.A. offers. The beautiful women, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. It it may be beautiful men if that's what you want, you know, whatever it may be. But you have your career first financially because then once you have that, everything else you can kind of concentrate on. Mm -hmm. Because trying to concentrate on your career and a relationship at the same time is tough because of this. If you're super motivated most likely you're going to be working all the time Mm -hmm. and building your empire. And with that, a relationship sometimes, you know, we we know that there's time that's needed to put into that. And it's hard to balance that, especially say you're with someone who may not understand that you're working. I mean, we work in this industry. Our hours are crazy. We we could be taping at 10 o'clock at night. We could be taping at 10 in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, you just don't know in and outside of even just entertainment, if you're in business, whatever, you, you it's hard to balance that, I, I believe, because of the fact that if you're super motivated and trying to build something, you want to you, you want it's hard to kind of have that all intertwining together right. at the same time. It's hard to direct your attention to multitask your direction of attention because you know that cultivating a relationship takes attention. But you're trying to focus on this career, which you've been told all your life needs to happen first. I will also add to this that it is fact men cannot multitask like women can. They can't. Which is why we can hold a baby, run the world, type an email, drive the car and like plan your birthday all at the same time. I mean, I'm going to give you women that for sure. I mean, there are exceptions to the rule. For sure. But yes, overall, I would probably say that. Um, And going back to your second question about asking me about how do I kind of multitask this, I'm still trying to figure it out, honestly. I mean, um, I've been in a relationship for a while. It has not been easy. There have been many ups and downs. Right now, maybe a down. (laughs) Maybe a little bit of a down. But that's realistic, though. Yeah, that's right. Am I allowed to cuss on this show? Yeah, go for it. That's some real shit right there. So... Um, if you ask her if I'm balancing everything, she probably would say no, to be right. honest with you. Because especially right now, I am putting so much into my career. And it and I as much as I love my relationship and she's been with me through so many different things, it is really tough because of the fact that I'm always at the studio. Mm-hmm. I'm always taping. I'm always doing this. I'm, I'm doing a radio show. I'm, you know, I have to yeah. go out of town and do something. I have hosts who are calling me yeah. throughout the night, you know, and she's like... And then, well, yeah. and then you look at she's looking at my Instagram, and she's not so much into social media, thank God, in a lot of ways. But yeah. she doesn't have a Facebook account. Yeah. She doesn't have an Instagram, and it's on purpose for her. But I know her friends because she said certain things to me about. She's like, "Oh, you were with that picture with Lauren Leonelli," and I'm like, "How do you know that? You weren't even. You're not even on yeah. Instagram." But I, you know, we're in this. <laughs> you know, with, she's checking up on. She's you. checking up on on things because we are also in an environment where there's very attractive people that that are around that. Do yeah, not it's help a real this thing. relationship it's a because real thing. some real things, and then you know, sometimes social media creates a not realistic situation for in your sure. life. For it sure, it looks this way, but that's not the reality of what it really is. Right, and that has not helped my relationship either. Oh, I can because she's how like, that well, "Why is your arm over Jen Golden's back?" And well, I'm hello. Like, hey, I'm like, no, it was just <laughs> we we did LA radio and we took a picture. That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. you know, and but, that's all it is. But I I understand that, and yeah. that's a real fear. I mean, even we face, and it's like, well, okay, cool. Somebody also might think that like we're super hot radio hosts, maybe because yeah, hello. Are, yes. um, but <laughs> then cool. also, why do you think I did this show? Come hello. On. Well, thank you. I'm glad that we have one appeal. So um, somebody might think that, but then also like, then there's like Giselle, like going back to that, like somebody might think like, that's really great. You're cute, but oh, someone in LA is even hotter. So now there's there's that comparison. It's always greener. Right. There's always the comparison. So like, even if you know in your logical mind and your heart of hearts in the truth that you guys are good, there's still that fear. Like Mm -hmm. there's LA out there. It's just a different monster here. Yeah, but you know what? When I'm finding, I'm from Ohio originally. Yeah. And with reality TV and just the way that's shaping people's minds, it's not just LA anymore. I go back to Ohio and I hear, I talk to some of my friends from like high school and things, and people are going through the same shit that we're going through here. You know, it's kind of crazy. It's like it's permeated into the yeah middle. because everyone thinks that everything is better on the other side, or they or people don't want to put the work into a relationship the way that I would say our parents have put in the work for sure. You know, and and. All this stuff has changed. Millennial, I mean, millennials. I'm. I, I wonder if they'll even be getting married as much. You know what I mean? Yeah, Honestly, that's a good point. You know, because I think reality TV has really kind of changed so many. Well, so how do you think that it directly affects like 
the way people take things seriously or like your idea that millennials might not get married like how do you think reality tv plays into those ideas or that change i think they create a, a false sense of what reality really is and i think that right. people just watch like social shows, media just like social media i think people watch it and you think that that's how your life is supposed to be you mean my life isn't supposed to be rich kids of beverly hills i mean uh, probably not you oh, know okay. um as much as we would love that to be you yeah. know i yeah. you know i would love to be um you know getting on your g5 and going to Shop and lunch and every lunch single every day. day. Everybody can't be the Kardashians, unfortunately. You know, but build that empire like the Kardashians. I uh, I want Chris Jenner to manage me. If you're listening, Chris yeah. Jenner, I'm out here. Call us. Uh, call us, us. All of us. You can do all of us. You can manage all of us. Um, <laughs> three for the price of three. Three yeah. for the price of three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I I just I feel that back to the topic. It's not just L.A. L.A., yes. L.A. and New York are different monsters because of just it's Hollywood. But It's, it's right happening. on the pulse of the industry. Yes. It's right on the yeah. pulse. But it's happening everywhere. I mean, I, I hear stories from friends all, all across the country just saying their relation, like it's, it's just relationships are struggle. It's people, changing everything. And, and people aren't as, I think it's because the work is so hard to put in a relationship and maintain a relationship. And we're in a generation where we work, 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 work. Work, that, yeah, work, 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 work. And I think that, that I would sing also, the rest, but I don't even know what she's saying. It's just more song, sounds. Why dirt? Why is she talking about dirt? I didn't even know she said dirt. Work and dirt. I don't know why they would ever be in the same song. And she says that. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Oh, like, Rihanna. Yeah. God, see, even listen, look at poor Rihanna. She can't even get it right either. And who she is. And on every level, there's relationship issues. She's got the shit with Chris Brown. And then the whole, like, are her and Drake together or not together? Right. They deal with all of this on, like, everyone deals with it on some level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it it really does not I mean I used to be Celebrities, they're just like us. They're just like us. I used to be in an acting class where our teacher was um he would he was a coach for a lot of very high profile A list clients and they would come in and talk to us in these like private meetings and they all would say, like, you guys think you worry about like when you're gonna get your next job and like if you're gonna pay your bills. You don't think we still worry about that? You think you get a role in a movie and that problem goes away all those problems are still there like you think it's different it's not different and like dating and relationships i think people think that they watch reality shows and like they these people have it so easy or this is what it's supposed to look like they deal with all that shit we just talked about courtney kardashian scott disick that's a fucking mess yeah like that and every everyone deals with that and i think they're truly in love but it's just a mess yeah it's a mess and shit comes into play and then you get to a certain age and things just get complicated too like when you start dating that's why we have a show called that's complicated that's why we're here but it's like you you know you you get to a certain age too and we're all single a little bit older now than like it was back in the day and we're graduates we you start to date guys that have children or guys that have been divorced or next level shit next level shit that's like real things and talk about making time for people like you got to realize and you get to a certain point and like these people that you're dating are interested in have other serious career responsibilities family responsibilities that are way bigger priorities than you going on a date with the person and so you have to put I mean it's just like exhausting it's a a challenge and and it's even talking to my friends you know it's it's kind of funny it's my single friends always say to me hey you know we we you inspire us because you've been in this relationship and you're going through all this stuff and they think the grass is great on this side because they're trying to look for love and I hear that LA is like the toughest place to look for love even though there's so many different people here that's what they say that's what they say but then on my side of things, I'm like, man, you know, I'm in this relationship and, you know, it's it's tough sometimes because there are times that I think and, – and I've said this to my, my girlfriend, but I, I there are times that I'm like, man, I – when I say this, I don't mean this in a bad way, but like I wish I was single and then get my and and then build my career and sure. then focus on the relationship because trying to balance this all is really tough. And I'm some sure. days it's really frustrating. Yeah. And I think that that's why – our relationship at times is not that great. And I will yeah. take blame for that because oh, sure. of the fact that I am so focused, you know? Right. And But what made you feel ready enough to get into it in the first place? Like, did you have that moment ever? She's cute as hell. I mean, Okay, so that's yeah, all it was. I met her. She's really sweet. She <laughs> yeah. loves Lauren. Yeah, she does. Yes. Um, no, her. I mean, she's cute. a great girl. And and here's the thing. You know, we, we are friends outside. We say this all the time. We would not have stayed together this long if we weren't friends. We actually like each other as friends outside of the romantic part. And 
But on the flip side of that, you know, when it's tough, you get mad at your friends sometimes. You don't want to be around them, you right. know? So, yeah. And when you're in love, it's like a next level mad, too. Like when you get mad, you get really mad. Because it hurts you deeply. Yeah. yeah. Versus just like, okay, I'll deal with you later. Yeah. yeah. It's like... It, it <laughs> you deal affects, with them now. It affects yeah. you on another level. It does. And then, you know, as it... I don't... As a man, and, and you guys correct me, but it is a little bit different. Like, I could technically be, you know, become a millionaire at 60 years old and marry a 25-year-old woman. Now, that thing is changing for women because there's yeah. lots of women who are now dating younger guys. Cougars. But I don't have as much pressure, per se, on a clock. Yeah. yeah. And now I feel like that's even more pressure in our relationship now because she's like, hey, you know, like, listen, what what are we really doing here? Because exactly. if, you wanna, if we're going to have children, like, how long do you think, like, what, what's, what's going to be happening Real here? life. Because if you're not going to be with me, Somebody's got to be with me so I can have these children. Right. And that's that's what I mean, and that's a thousand percent right. It's like you're now at a certain age where these things that you're dealing with in the dating world are like massively more important than when you were 25 years old, and yeah. you're like, well, are we going to go to this concert this weekend right. or not? Like, it's just frustrating that it's important to the sexes at different times. Yeah. So, like what you said exactly, like. So and also you touched on the fact of millennials. Like, are they even going to get married, or are they going to marry somebody They're that is Snapchat. so much older? Though? They're just going to Snapchat yeah. all day long. Because I even feel that way. Okay, I'm 31 years old, going on 32 at some point, and because <laughs> life. Um, but I like I. Who am I going to marry at this point? Because I'm not going to marry another 31 year old. Because that guy is starting his for, empire for right. the most part. Right. For the most part, I have yet to meet a 31 year old dude. A that's mature enough. No offense, to guys out there. We mature late. I will yes. agree. And then also that's like ready and serious, like because they're usually not entry level, but they're like building. They're in right. those building phases, and that's their focus. So like you know, obviously we ask you, what do you? How does this work? How do you yeah. make it work? How do you start getting in a relationship with somebody? How do you stay in a relationship with them? How do you continue to make it work? Like, what do you think the the key to success is? Um, I think you have to communication. I know this is such a cliche, but communication is really key because. You, if you're on a different wavelength and and not talking, it's just it's it's disastrous. Trust me, yeah. take it from me. You yeah. know, and we are we're not always on the same wavelength, and you know it's just misinterpretations, and then yeah. one misinterpretation becomes five misinterpretations. You know, yeah. um, it's hard to get back. After it's hard that to get sometimes. back after yeah. that, but. You know, you just kind of, you just, you just have to keep working at it. It's, it's not a one formula thing. You know, you really just, it, you really just have to make time for things. You have to communicate. Yeah. You got to have good sex. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to, you got to do all that stuff to maintain it and, and not just focus on only on sex either. You know, you just, you got to talk. You have to pay attention to all the things. Do you think being a good, like a planner, are you a planner? Do you like to plan things out? Do you think that, okay. So do you think that helps in this situation? Like being a planner and making sure you're like paying attention to A, B and C and planning time out for A, B and C. You, well here, I haven't been the best at this as of late, but she always says, okay, once a week we should have dinner or do a date night date night a week when they say that it's important it really is do you do it do you really do it I am it? not always consistent with it because of the way our schedules are I yeah. must admit and that's part of the problem as well but I do recommend a date night this is why because at the end of the day you have to take a moment to get away from whatever you're doing and just be one on one with that person because sure. if you don't the next thing you know which has happened with us is that Three weeks go by, we haven't had a fucking date night. And it's like, yeah. I just see her passing. She's basically a roommate Ships at some point. Ships passing in the it's night. It's like, hey, how you doing? You going to work today? Okay, um, I'll be at the studio till 10. Okay, you know. and Good talk. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey, nice seeing you. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. And before you know it, it's Sunday. The week's about to start again. And we happen to be talking or go to brunch. And I was, and she's like, that happened in your week this week? And I'm like, wow, that happened in your week this week? Yeah. Had no clue. Right. You know? Right. Um, so date night is key. It yeah. is. Also, I think there's something about romance. Like, you could end up in a serious relationship living with somebody and it does become feeling like roommates but if you remove yourself you get dressed up you still do the things you did in the beginning yeah and you connect because you connected at some point yeah you know you still have to be connected like you're saying like you got to know the things that are going on in the person's life but i feel like there's something to be said for a date where it's like romantic and this shit takes effort just because now you're comfortable with each other and you know you like each other and the jig is up and you're in love and living together doesn't mean you still don't have to make that constant effort everything is maintenance Everything takes effort. Going to the gym takes effort. Getting up and going to work and keeping yourself on your toes and really all of it. You have to pay attention to all of it and check in constantly. You can't and just wear sweatpants. No. Yeah, and you said the key <laughs> word now, and that is something that I will say sweatpants. for all women. And no matter who your man is, I don't care what he says, 
Some women get a little bit too comfortable. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys, you know, don't necessarily want to see your woman fart. You know, like things like that. You know what I mean? You <laughs> I just keep don't know that sexy. I ever could, yeah. But there are, you know, I'm not, like, once again, this is not a every man thing. But I would say, you know, keep it sexy. Because yeah. sometimes, it, when I say keep it sexy, meaning sometimes we get too comfortable in, in, in relationships. And even I've gotten on my girlfriend sometimes where it's just like, okay, you could you i mean i know that we're we're chilling when you have you got to have your sweatpants on but could we could you could we do it could you just at least put your hair in the box keep it know? in mind and she yeah, thinks it's funny it in, yeah. it's like her hair is crazy and i'm like okay you you know yeah. you want me to go pound on you right now but then you're like yeah, you got hello <laughs> you got, your hair is looking like you know like a poodle you know <laughs> so what's going on you know like, let's just let's, let's keep it safe but Always. she would say it about me too she's no, like you know no. you wear that can you not wear the hole in your underwear dude like, yeah like on, right know? yeah you know so i get it you know you it works both ways it does it absolutely does so what's next for you we've got bhl you said you're adding five more shows what what's where can we see you next? Um, wow. Well, we're there's some things that we're working on for BHL which are exciting. Um, I I can't say everything right now, but we will. You will be seeing a lot more of us very soon. Okay. Um, and uh, what am I doing? Let's see. I am actually I'm, I'm doing something called the Indie Awards next week, which is pretty exciting. Okay. It's uh, like the soap opera ish yes. type of awards. Uh-huh. And we're doing something new with. After Buzz, where we're going to live stream an award show, so it's going to be live red carpet for the first time. So oh, I'm wow! Of that so I'm really excited. And, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Okay, but so how excited. do people watch? watch. Um, I know it's going to be on After Buzz TV. Okay, um, and I believe you know IndieAwards.com. If don't quote me, if that's the exact site, but you can look up Indie Awards and okay, it's next Wednesday. Perfect. And then well, where can uh, remind everyone what the the site for BHL is? Okay, so we are at BlackHollywoodLive.com. You can okay. find us. Um, you know, go to our site. You can we're on iTunes. Check out our shows. I mean, it's not. Yes, we are the voice for African Americans, but we also, you know, we speak to everyone. Yeah, hello, because I need to be on the show. You, you could be on the show. We I'm have, a special case scenario, but still, you are. You, yes, you are a special case, Lauren. Because I'm not really white. You're, yeah, you, you just happen to be white on the outside. That's true. She identifies. Yes, mm-hmm. she sure. she can relate to a lot of things. Sure Let's can. just say that sure can. And then where can everyone find you? Okay, find me. Please follow me and Instagram. Go to my Instagram or Twitter or whatever you Facebook. It's at Daryl Kristen, and I spell it D E R R I A L C H R I S T O N because a lot of people do not know how to spell my name. It's it's a it's a doozy. But thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yes, no now problem. everyone will find you. That's yes. right. Um, and you guys, you can find us um, at Complicated Show on all of the platforms. Um, and don't forget to tune into our YouTube channel, Two Drunk Girls TV, tomorrow at 3 p.m. for our very exciting April Fools episode. That's right. And do tune into It's Complicated Radio next week for our special guest, Dr. Karen. She is going to talk about dating and relationship because duh. And uh, don't forget to, you know, we give this content to you guys for free every week. So make sure that you listen to us because we know that you have lots of other fun shows to listen to, but we're grateful that you come back to our show. And we really do love hearing from you guys and we want that special jingle you're writing for us so don't forget about that Um, but go to iTunes subscribe to our podcast um, comments ratings the whole thing we want to hear it we want to see it five stars would be fabulous Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things you could do also is just tell a friend if you like us let someone know maybe they'll like us too who knows somebody can relate somewhere Um, thanks for listening you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all of the things on the web. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. We love you guys. Long time. Long time. Bye. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Only on LA Talk Radio.